It's time for Paying It Forward with Josephine Jirasi. Everyone has learned lessons in life during their lifetime. Some good, some bad. But from everyone, there has been something learned. And now it's time to share that knowledge. It's called Paying It Forward. Here, these lessons learned are then paid forward to you. With you, Paying It Forward too. Josephine put her professional career on hold after the birth of her first child and turned her attention to being a full-time mother. Well, three kids later, Josephine started her own company, MyMomKnowsBest.com and Glovies, but was dismayed by a lack of information that people would share to help entrepreneurs be successful. That's where Paying It Forward was born. This is Paying It Forward on Drugginet.com. And now, here's your host, Josephine Jirasi. Well, good morning, everyone. It's Josephine here, and I woke up this morning and I thought of the Beatles song that um, is Here Comes the Sun. I hope the Beatles sang that. I'm pretty sure they did. But uh, instead of saying Here's com- Here Comes the Sun, I need to say Here Comes the Snow, because here in New York, yes, it is snowing once again. And... <laughs> I love the snow and it's so pretty, but I have to tell you, I want the sun. It seems like this winter never wants to end. But anyway, with that, I have to tell you, we're going to have an incredible show today. I'm thrilled with our show. As many of my listeners know, what I like to do is invite really smart guests to come on that can help us all with our businesses. And a lot of times I try to look at my Glovey's business and I try to say, okay, what project am I currently working on that um, will help me get to the next step? So right now with Glovey's, I mastered (laughs) everything with my, my manufacturer. I have a great product. I believe in my product. But now it's so important. It doesn't matter how good your product is. You've got to get the word out about it. So with that in mind, I decided, wouldn't it be great for me to have a publicist come on our show to teach me about Glovies and to teach you how to get the word out about your business. So our show today is going to be great. We're going to talk about um, well, everything public relations related. So before that, let me just give you the quick business tip of the week. So this might seem very, very simple to a lot of you business owners out there, but I have to say, I met with a few um, entrepreneur moms recently. We had a great powwow together. And during lunch, um, I had just asked the simple question. I said, when you receive a check from a client, how long does it take you to actually deposit that check? And, you know, a lot of them sat there and laughed and looked at me and rolled their eyes. And they said, I know, I know it should get in right away, but a check could sit on my desk at, for as long as two weeks. And I said, all right, let's make a pact here that anytime we get a check from a client, we will call it the 24 hour rule, that we will allow ourselves 24 hours to get that check deposited into our account. So I um, pay it forward (laughs) by sharing the 24 hour rule with you. And um, I hope anytime a client sends you a check, you try to get that money right into the bank right away. All right, with that, I can't wait to introduce um, my guest. I'll give the quick um, bio. Our guest's name is Lila Boltman. 
Lila um, Baltman is a dynamic and creative publicist who owns Lila Rose Baltman Public Relations. She's in Phoenix, Arizona, but she is formerly from Long Island. So can't wait to talk to her a little bit about Long Island since that's where I'm from. Lila specializes in helping owners of large and small businesses in Arizona and across the United States with their local marketing and publicity efforts. She knows how to successfully get her clients written about in various newspapers, magazines, um, online websites, and also featured on local new TV. Having earned a Bachelor of Arts in Communication from George Mason University in 1994, she started her career as an arts and entertainment newspaper reporter and freelance writer. Eventually, Lila segued from a career in journalism into public relations, and she says that it's because of her training and years of working as a reporter that helped her to become a successful publicist. She knows exactly how to write and pitch a newsworthy business story to the media that helps to get her clients a positive media attention and effective publicity that they're looking for. Lila is also married and the mother of three children, ages 13, 11, and 6. We have a lot in common, Lila. Welcome to Paying It Forward, Lila. How are you? Hi. Good morning. I'm doing just fine. How are you? Oh, I'm doing great. So you're a former Long Islander. Where are you? I am. <laughs> where Where did you live, Lila? Well, I was born in Manhattan, but then raised in Valley Stream. Oh, that's so funny. I have yes. a, um, my old neighbors when I had lived out in the Hamptons for a little while, also lived in Manhattan, but um, they were from Valley Stream. So, no um, kidding. Yeah. yeah it, I, I grew up there, and, um, and then when I was 18, I just decided, you know what? I want to go to college in Virginia, and uh-huh. I, I had, had visited Virginia, and, um, and that changed my life because two months after I graduated, I met my husband. So anyway, <laughs> I ended up in Virginia, and then I've been here in Phoenix now for about 14 years. Wow. And are you loving Phoenix? I am. I really am. Um, I'll love it even more because my, my twin sister is thinking about moving here. So my twin sister who lives in Connecticut is really thinking about moving here, and, and our mother who now lives in Florida is thinking about moving here. So I will have family here in Phoenix. So the only thing that's been missing is some family here. So yeah. anyway. Oh, that's so funny. But did you, yeah. did you, did you make the um, transition smoothly? Like, I don't know, living – I've lived in New York my whole life. I wonder – like, I love Phoenix. The weather is just gorgeous. Yeah. We have it's a mutual beautiful. friend, Blythe. Who, you know, every time I talk to her, Blythe, of course, my listeners know Blythe is our radio host on. She goes right after our Paying It Forward is over. But Blythe, every time I talk to her, I'm sitting here in the snow, Lila. And Blythe's <laughs> like, oh, I have the sunroof down on my convertible right. today. And I'm like, ah, oh, I'd give anything it, for some nice warm weather. <laughs> it's warm and sunny here pretty much all the time. Um, the kids are in the pool and hiking and biking. And it's really a very healthy uh, lifestyle out here in Phoenix. Yeah, it's great. Well, this great. is great. So, all right, Lila, let's start. Um, can you tell us a little bit about your professional background? Sure. Um, I started out as a reporter. I um, graduated with a degree in communication, and um, I remember seeing an ad for an editorial assistant at a local newspaper in uh, Reston, Virginia, and I applied, and I had to show them several samples of, uh, of writing that I had done in, in college, and I had done uh, journalism 
internship in college. So I sent in my uh, samples of writing and landed the job as an editorial assistant and slowly worked my way up to um, editor of the Weekender section, which was all arts and entertainment. So I remember my first week on the job, I was interviewing uh, Hello, Dolly herself, Carol Channing. I remember saying, Hello, Dolly. And I was 22 years old and interviewing, you know, legendary Carol Channing. And um, so I was a writer, and um, and it was great. I was also the uh, calendar editor, which means that I had to write all those great calendar entries for the weekend events that people want to go to. You know, all the wow. mu- museum openings and restaurant openings, and um, I had to report about uh, date spas, and it was all uh, feature it writing. Sounds- it sounds great. It sounds glamorous because I'm sure you had to visit some of those day spas. Yes. <laughs> I had a great editor there. One of my first assignments was to write about uh, massage, and I had to write all about massage therapy and uh, sample different kinds of massage. So I'm like, what a great job this is. So I had to go and get massaged, and um, and that was great. And um I learned, you know, how to interview people. Um, you know, being a writer, you really have to not just know how to write, but how to listen to an interview. Okay. In fact, I remember interviewing Pete Seeger, who recently passed away, oh. and he was a great phone interview. You know, a lot of interviews are done over the telephone, and mm-hmm. I remember interviewing Pete Seeger and asking him one question, and his answer went on for about uh, almost a half an hour, and I was, you know, <laughs> scribbling and taking notes, and, and it was just amazing, you know, interviewing a lot of uh stars and celebrities and uh and it was great so so i was a reporter but i remember getting lots of um press releases from publicists and i was always very intrigued by you know a good press release and a good pitch over the phone and and i just remember thinking you know i can do that i i loved when i would get a great pitch from a, a publicist and that pitch would get me as the writer to do the article and then and then thousands of people would read the article and then I remember thinking, you know, I, I, I want to try to do that. I want to see if I can pitch to different reporters out there and see if I can get um, a newsworthy story written so then thousands of people can read it. And so I just eventually applied uh, for jobs in, uh, in public relations. Oh, wow. and, but, but stayed a writer, too. I've always been a freelance writer. So whenever um, I, I want to write my own article and, uh, and see my own byline, um, some people are not you know, sure what a byline is. A byline is just simply seeing your name in print, you know, seeing the article you know, by Lila Baltman. So, right. um, um, so I eventually segued from being a newspaper reporter, and I also worked at um, a magazine for the um, National Apartment Association. You know, um, having the skill as a writer, I, I can do lots of uh, different kind, kinds of writing. And so I worked, at, um, I worked at a bridal magazine for a while as a freelance writer. I remember writing after I got married 17 years ago. I said, you know, I want to see if I can write some articles being a bride. And so I remember uh, sending in some articles to um, bridal magazines, and that was <laughs> fun. And, and, but, but eventually I found my niche in, in, in PR, in public relations. But I have to tell you, Lila, what a great background you have. It just, yeah. you know, it makes sense. It makes 
Um, the transition from going from a reporter right into the PR firm, it just makes so much sense to me. Yes. And I love the fact that you love to write because so do I. It just brings me so much joy. Absolutely. I wish I could actually do more of it. Mm-hmm. Um, and But it's just so much fun to get out there and hear your voice. And I have to say one thing, Lila, when you were talking about writing earlier – and you said, well, the one thing you have to do, n- not only do you have, you know, the one skill you really need as a writer, I said in my head, I bet you she's going to say you have to be a good listener. And sure yes. enough, you said it. I did that, right? Yeah, you have to be a good listener. I, mean, I remember taking notes when I would do an interview with someone, whether it was in person or over the phone. And I'll tell you, I never um, relied on a tape recorder. All my years of reporting, I never relied on a tape recorder. I would always just, you know, really listen carefully, take careful notes. And then after I wrote the article, if I, if I wanted to just, con- you know, confirm a quote, I would call back. But you have to listen. I mean, and, and I've, I've always been pretty impressed with um, uh, all the notes I've taken in the memory because um, I've never had someone ever, ever say that I misquoted them. You know, I misquoted. I mean, my notes are extremely good and... Lila, we're going to take a quick break, but when okay. we come back, I can't wait to talk more about public relations with Lila Bolton. Everyone hang in there, and we'll see Josephine you shortly. Jarsi, right after these on toginet.com. Get ready to live la bella vita with Dawn Catherine on toginet.com. Live la bella vita. If you're wanting to know all the beauty tricks of the trade and the latest fashion trends before everyone else, this is your show. If you admire celebrities' beauty and their fashion sense, this is your show. Do you love wine and want to know more about the process it takes to make wine from the vine to the bottle? This is your show. Live La Bella Vita. For more on the show and your host, Check out her website, labellavitacosmetico.com. This is the kind of show you can sink your teeth into. If you enjoy traveling and food and family, all with an Italian flair, then you can live La Bella Vita with your host, Dawn Catherine. Wednesday nights at midnight, 11 p.m. Central, on toginet.com. It's not just time for a change, is it? It's much bigger than that. Can you feel it? It's time for a transformation. Will you now imagine that you can and will transform your life? Will you suspend your disbelief and imagine that all things are not just possible, but probable? Imagine that you will meet guides, mentors, and trusted friends who believe in you, hold your hand as they point the way, and teach you to trust your own wisdom. The first of these friends is spiritual girlfriend, Gail Carruthers. Gail will show you how to believe. Believe your perfect divine wisdom will reveal your worthiness. Believe that knowing your power will open your boundless courage. Courage to live consciously, fearlessly, and joyfully. And then know, know all these things are already here and waiting for you to bring them into your divine life. She is here to help you discover, believe, and know. So join Gail, your spiritual girlfriend, every Friday at noon Eastern Standard Time. Only here on the WooHoo Radio Network. Welcome back to Paying It Forward, the show dedicated to helping every entrepreneur be more successful as we discuss accomplishments, lessons learned, and sharing those ideas. Now, let's get back to Paying It Forward 
with Josephine Girasi on toginet.com. Well, welcome back, everyone. It's Josephine here. Um, and we have Lila Boltman with us from Lila Rose Boltman PR. So, Lila, um, you had mentioned something important. You were talking about press releases. And as small business owners, we really all, no matter what happens in our business, the bigger events that happen, we really should get into the habit of sending out press releases. Mm-hmm. So can you tell us some key ingredients that are necessary in order to have a real good press release? Sure. Um, the press release, which also can be what's called an email pitch. Um, basically, a press release has to catch an, uh, an editor's attention. You, it's an announcement of something. You have to announce what is new and newsworthy. You know, what, what do you want the public to know about your business or your product? You have to basically sell it you know, in writing, explain why it's special, unique, different. Um, I do lots of press releases for my, my local clients here in the Phoenix area, whether it's a grand opening of a business or an event. Um, I do lots of different special events every month for my clients. Um, how about if I give you an example? Um, I was just going to ask yeah. that. What's an example of a special event you would All do right. for um, I do PR for, for several um, family-related businesses and, and children businesses. And there's one here in Phoenix called the Play Factory, which is an indoor play village for little kids, you know, with the bounce houses and the rock climbing walls and, you know, the um, uh-huh. huge slides. And um, every month, um, I came up with this idea a few months ago, but every month they have a, a character dinner at the Play Factory, and so it's my job to send out a press release about the monthly character dinner. And for example, we just had an Elmo, you know, the Elmo from Sesame Street. Oh, sure. um, in honor of Valentine's Day, we had Elmo himself at the Play Factory. Um, the kids, all the you know, kids and parents are invited to come every month and have dinner with a special character. And so I basically have to write the, the who, what, when, where. I mean, that, a press release has to have the basic, uh, you know, the, the who, the what, the where, the when. The, you have to write, you know, where is the event taking place, the time, the address. Always include a phone number, of course, and the website. Um, I can't tell you how many times when I used to be a reporter, I would get a press release about an event, and you know what? A, a time was missing. The event time was missing, or the phone number was missing. So if people out there wanted to call for more information, there was no phone number. And so um, your job when you send out a press release is to have everything included. You know, or to think about all the questions that someone out there in the public will ask. You know, where is this event taking place? What time? What is the cost? You know, always include the cost of the event. And, um, and if it's free, you know, free is a great word. Um, okay. The media loves to write about free events, and the public loves to read about free events. And um, um, so a press release just has to be very clear, um, short and sweet to the point. It really should just yeah. be a few paragraphs. And always include a media contact. You know, the, the media wants to always call back to to confirm the time and date and the place and all that. And so you always have to have um, what's called a media contact. And it just include your name and your email and your phone number. Because so sometimes I have a the, question. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Lila, as far as a media contact, if we're a small business owner and we only, you know, what about solopreneurs? Does it look 
good to have your name as a media contact, or does it look better to just have somebody else's name? Like, I, I think know- it's, I mean, I mean, like, if a business owner is representing him or herself as the, the PR person, it's, it's fine to have the, the business owner's name and phone number as the media okay. contact. Okay, that was my question, because I don't know, I... Whether I read an article years ago or was at a at a presentation and somebody had said, in order to make your business look bigger, you really should try to have another person's yes. name on that press release. But the I truth is, it doesn't thought, matter. The, doesn't the editors matter. really okay. don't care if you have your own publicist or not. All they want okay. is the information. information. I mean, I mean, yeah, they, they just want it to be. Um, you know, they want you to make honestly. They want you to make their job easier. So they don't want right. anything missing. So, um, and a lot of times they don't even call back. To, I mean, if they see that the, the time is there, the address, the phone number, the website, it's all in there, they will just print it. And it makes That's... their job really easy. Okay, so this sounds great. So it's just amazing to me. Let's see, Lila, we have so much. PR is like so important. I'll tell you my biggest thing that ever happened to me regarding PR was and it was pure luck. Part of me feels like it's luck, too. Mm-hmm. But, Lila, I ended up on ABC Nightline News. Can you imagine? Oh, wow. It, it was just the producer. You know what it was? It was a chain of events. I ended up getting quoted in the San Francisco Chronicle. And I didn't realize how influential that newspaper was. Well, that's a biggie. And what, mm-hmm. Yeah, I didn't realize that. It's really, do you think that's equivalent to the York Times here in New York. Well, it, it's up there. Oh, yeah, that's a huge uh, paper yeah. out there in California. Absolutely, yeah. highly respected. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So then the the um, what do you call it? The guy from ABC the producer of ABC Nightline News the read the article, and uh-huh. that led him to me. So it's kind of funny how once you yeah, start sometimes it's luck. Sometimes it can that. snowball like that. Absolutely. Yeah. And that was my question to you. How often do you see this? snowball effect with your clients um a lot a lot um a lot of times the the producers of tv shows will will read the local newspapers and magazines Mm -hmm. and get story ideas from from what they're reading in the local media and so a lot of times a tv producer will see a little blurb in the paper or or read a whole article and say you know what i want to get that person on my tv show absolutely or vice versa sometimes a newspaper reporter will see something on tv and say you know what i want to do a follow-up newspaper article about that person so um it's connected you know lots of i mean um print and tv are very connected yeah so So i think that's why it's so important lila i was just talking to um another mom entrepreneur this morning we were talking about the importance of actually getting ourselves out there there's Mm -hmm. a baby show actually happening here on Long Island in a couple of weeks. And we were having this whole discussion. I'm really trying to decide if I should go to it. Of course, there's a big fee involved to go set up the table and the whole thing. But she had said to me, she said, you know, by going to that event, you're going to bring so much attention to your gloveys. You'll probably end up in the newspaper or on TV because, you know, my logo is, I have like this eight-foot penguin. So you Uh were saying how Elmo goes to the character dinner. Well, this eight-foot pen, any time I actually take it out of hiding, <laughs> it brings so much attention. So it's just important. I guess my point here is it's so important to just get out there, to network, and I think that helps bring the attention to the business, which will hopefully bring the PR. 
How's well, that? absolutely. Does that and I, I really want to stress that don't be afraid of calling the media. You know, a lot of people maybe are a little intimidated, intimidated about picking up. Yeah. You know, they're intimidated about picking up the phone and calling their local newspaper reporter or their local TV station. And you shouldn't feel like that. You know, um, reporters can't be everywhere. They actually rely on the public to give them news story ideas. Yeah. Um, so if you have a new product or if you're a business owner, do not hesitate about just picking up the phone, you know, um, going on the Internet, finding the phone number of your local TV station, and picking up the phone and calling. And here's what you do. You call and say, I have a great new segment idea, or I have a new story idea that I'd love for your TV viewers to know about. And then, and then pitch it over the phone and explain why your local TV viewers should learn all about you. And okay. a lot of times, that's really what, what producers are looking for. They, they need to get new story ideas every day, all the time. They're looking for content. Yeah, so you're so right about that, Lila. So when my ABC Nightline News thing happened on a Friday night, that morning I said to myself, you know, usually I get up on a Saturday morning at 6 o'clock in the morning and I'm watching the news, and I just remember laying in bed saying to myself, wow, everything just seems to be regurgitated from 8 o'clock to 8 o'clock on a Saturday morning. It's like the mm-hmm. news is repeating itself over and over again. Yeah. And I said to myself, they really need some new stuff. And Absolutely. like you said, we really should go out and market ourselves. That's so important. But the reason why I bring that up is because I said to myself, I don't know why a bell rang in my head. And I said, I bet you they're going to rerun the ABC Nightline News from last night. And sh- enough that morning on um good morning america they ran the whole entire um show again wow the segment, i should say the segment so not only was able to say it was on abc nightline news but now i can say it was on good morning america too well it's that's exciting fun. how great for you but yeah a lot you know well a lot of times um segments are repeated in fact even in newspaper articles i i had a client i did pr for um, a, uh, a dollhouse store in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, and there was a huge article that came out many months ago. But then at the end of the year, end of December, when a lot of papers do um, like a roundup of the, the top ten news stories of the year, you know, before uh-huh. the new year started, they, they reprinted the same newspaper article. And so uh-huh. my client called me and said, not only was it a great, art, you know, did this great article come out months ago, but the paper reprinted it. Wow, that's great. So, yeah. you know, I think it's really wonderful if we can really pitch this stuff ourselves. But there's a part of me that feels, you know, as business owners, we're feeling so many balls. There are times when I just kind of feel like it's it's so rewarding to be able to hire somebody that ha- actually has more experience and who's mm-hmm. really good at what they do. And sometimes... You know, I think PR might be one of those areas that is really worth every single penny you put into it, which is why I think, you know, for a small business to hire kind of makes so much sense with all of your experience. And and what I'd like to do, we're coming up on uh, another commercial right now. I want to more about the benefits of hiring a PR firm like yourself and what it can really do to the bottom line of your company. No matter how small you are, I think PR, when you hire the right person, can actually put you right up there with the big guys. Absolutely. 
We'll, we'll talk so, all about it. Yeah, I can't wait. And then one other thing I want to mention is the difference between advertising and PR. Mm-hmm. Well, oh, I'd love to talk about that. Concepts. Yeah, and I have okay. to educate people about that. That sounds good. So, all right, everyone stay with us and we'll be right back. We'll be right back with more Paying It Forward with Josephine Jirasi right after these on toginet.com. Get ready for Wise Up Radio, leveraging your learning, leadership, and legacy with Donna Kimbrand, the edgy evolutionary, Tuesdays at 1 p.m. Eastern, here on the Rockstar Radio Network. If you're an entrepreneurial leader or visionary, stay ahead of your game with insights, tools, and strategies that give you the thought leader's edge. Each week, join Donna and her guests as she'll ask the edgy questions, help you discover game-changing shortcuts to better thinking and learning, how to explore the ripple effects of leadership excellence, and how to create your life as a living legacy, where the legacy you leave is the life you live. As thought leaders, you need strategies to help you enjoy the confidence and thrill of riding the wave of rapid change. For more on Donna, check out her website, GameChangerThinking.com. Then join the conversation and sharpen up your wits on Wise Up Radio with Donna Kimbrand, Tuesdays at 1 p.m. Eastern, here on the Rockstar Radio Network. Welcome back to Paying It Forward, the show dedicated to helping every entrepreneur be more successful as we discuss accomplishments, lessons learned, and sharing those ideas. Now, let's get back to Paying It Forward with Josephine Jorosi on toginet.com. Well, welcome back, everyone. It's Josephine here, and today we have a great guest, Lila. And, and Lila owns her own PR firm. And before we took our break, we decided we were going to, well, we were talking about what were we going to talk about? We were going to say, what is the biggest difference between advertising and public relations? Let's talk well, about that first. And okay. We'll talk and we'll, and we'll talk more about you know, the advantages of hiring a, a publicist. Exactly. Okay. okay. Well, the, the number one difference between advertising and public relations is that advertising, you, you pay for advertising. And, um, for example, when – and also, wait, you also want to – Sorry, let me backtrack. Um, when you want a guarantee of being written about in a local newspaper or magazine, if you want a guarantee, you buy an ad, whether it's $200 for a quarter-page ad or whatever it is. If you want to be guaranteed to get featured, you have to buy an ad. Unfortunately, with, with public relations, there are no guarantees. So I can spend hours you know, writing a great press release and, and, and pitching it. But the, the simple truth of the matter is with with PR and publicity, there are no guarantees. You know, the, the newspapers don't have to write about you. But, if you, again, if you want to be guaranteed, you buy an ad. But, okay. let's face it, a newspaper article, if you get a huge newspaper article written about you, that is much more wow and effective than an ad. So, okay. I'm a big believer in doing both. But if your budget is rather small and, you know, if your pockets are not too deep, go for the PR. Try to get a newspaper article or a magazine article written about you. It's just worth your time and effort. You're not paying for it. But, again, the, the, the truth is you're, there are no guarantees that you'll get written about. But it's worth the gamble. It's really worth the gamble if you get a big article written about you. Um, I read a cute article about um, saying um, – 
when you look at a magazine, the back of the magazine is what you pay for. You know, a lot of times in the back of a magazine, that's a full-page ad. That was paid for. But on the cover of the magazine, that was not paid for. That uh-huh. is PR. Oh, so, that's um, great. I never thought of that, and that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. So, um, and I don't, you know, a lot publicists don't get knows a lot, meaning, you know, if a good publicist will only pitch a story if they really think there's a chance that it will be written about. I mean, because it's, it's very time-consuming to do PR. You know, you really have to learn about what you're writing about and pitch it. And then there's follow-up pitching. You know, um, reporters get inundated with dozens of press releases a day. A day. Oh, sure. So publicists are saying, you know, I'll, I'll only take on a client if I really feel there's a strong you know, case and getting written about. And uh, so, again, it's very time-consuming, but, but, again, it's so worth it. You know, when you get a newspaper article, article written about you, people are very impressed and they read it. And a lot of time people, you know, they skim over ads, right? I mean, or, oh, yeah. or simply ignore ads. But, but uh, you know, a good headline and a good uh, well-written article, that's read, and that, that's effective. So, so um, advertising is what you pay for. PR is what you don't pay for. I mean, when I get a client on local TV here in Phoenix – they don't pay for it. I get them on for free. Yeah, that's and great. I, yeah. And you're just, you're getting the word out there to, you know, thousands and thousands of people yes. so quickly. And the mm-hmm. chances of it being rerun, like we said earlier, are high. So you, it's almost like you're getting double bang for your money, you know, not exactly. even for your money, for your time, which is And I'd love, I'd love, Josephine, to talk about um, event listings for just a minute. Um, oh, yeah, and that a, sounds and good. A, yeah. You know, an event listing is not a whole article. It's what I call a little blurb in the local paper, you know, it's a, or, or it's, sometimes it's called a business brief in the local paper. And that can be gotten for free. You, you know, we were talking about event listings before, I think, about that Elmo character dinner, and I've done yeah. um, Cinderella character dinners, and um, lots, of, I, I mean, I've done um, drowning prevention events. I do PR for local swim schools here in Phoenix. And unfortunately, here in Phoenix, we, we have a very high rate of drowning. It's really horrible. Aww. And so I try to get the word out um, all year round, actually, about, you know, safety around water. And, you know, so I'm constantly, um, I pitch story ideas to the media about, you know, how to educate parents about safety with their kids around water. And we do lots of events about water safety. And and um, I get those into lots of parenting magazines for free. You know, my I, I have my clients in lots of publications without them paying hundreds and hundreds of dollars for advertising. My my job as their publicist is to, is to get them written about for free. So I, I save them a lot of money. Oh, yeah. this is great. So let's see. What are some different clever ways to get written out and to get on big? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you got to be clever. I mean, here's an example. I did PR about a year ago for a carpet store. I mean, a carpet store. I'm thinking, how do I get a carpet store? It's it's called Carpet Closeouts here in Phoenix. How do I get Uh a carpet store written about in the media? You know, what's exciting and different about a carpet store? And I was brainstorming for a while, and and I came up with a fun, clever idea about let's have an ugly carpet contest. And so we invited the public to send in pictures of their ugliest carpets, and the winner got, uh, I think, three rooms in their house of, you know, free carpeting. So it was a contest. I came up with a fun contest 
idea. And that got written about and a huge article about my client and how they were in business for 10 years. And, and this carpet store had never contacted the local paper and just didn't know how to get into the local paper. And when they brought me on board as their publicist, suddenly I got them a big article in the paper and we came up with this fun event. And, and then they had a, a 10-year anniversary um, celebration. And I said, you know what, get some refreshments and balloons. And so we had an open house at the carpet store and they had a lot of traffic in there that day. And so um, you have to be fun and creative and clever and think of a fun event that would attract the public's attention and then send in that event information to the local media. And that's how you do it, you know? Yeah. So I'm curious, how did the carpet store do? Did it really hit their bottom line? Did they, did their sales increase due to all of this? It sure did. I would think it would. It really did. I would think it would. And then after that, yeah, I came up with an idea also about, I called the, the, the local preschools and I told the schools about how they had all these extra carpet samples that they didn't know what to do with. And so I called up the preschools in the area and said, we want to donate magic carpets to your preschools. Oh, how cute. And, and the preschools loved it, and the parents heard about it, and they said, you know what? You know, we want to get new carpet for our house or the kids' bedrooms, and it was just good PR. It was, you know, very – it was heartwarming to hear that a carpet store was going to donate dozens of these cute little, you know, carpet samples, but we called them magic carpets. And so for story time, the kids got new carpets to, to sit on, and, and um, that was just good PR. And flyers. I mean, let me talk about – um, how yeah. easy and, and affordable it is to do a good flyer. And I, I took a lot of flyers from the carpet store to, to um, local preschools and just other local businesses in the area about the um, ugly carpet contest. You know, I created flyers about the ugly carpet contest. And so I got the word out about carpet closeouts. And within a few weeks, they, they were really seeing an increase in business. Absolutely. Um, so it really is worth the investment you do in PR, and especially with somebody like yourself that's so fun and creative. But I guess my question to you, Lila, is how much money should somebody real like how much cost for you? Well, I, I now have a, a minimum. I, I charge my clients a minimum of $350 a month. Some clients I charge more. For example, I did PR for um, a podiatrist. And I had to learn all about podiatry. And so when I find that there's more of a learning curve for me, when I have to invest more of my time to learn about the subject matter, because, you know, I can never pitch anything to the media unless I don't completely understand what it is I'm pitching. But for this podiatrist, I charged him $1,000 a month. So every client is different. And a lot of publicists do charge by the project. Um, Some charge by the hour. You know, some some could be 75 an hour or even 100 an hour, 150. Um, I don't charge by the hour anymore. I used to. I used to charge about $100 an hour. But Mm -hmm. I stopped doing that because I find writing is a creative process. You know, being a publicist, I I mean, I'm constantly writing. And I sometimes will agonize over a headline or an opening sentence for half an hour or an hour. And (laughs) I just didn't feel right right about charging, you know, $100, you know, because I was agonizing over a sentence. So I don't charge by the hour. It's just it's a creative process, what I do as a writer. So um, for $350, um, that that could be for the Play Factory and and for another hourly child care center that I do. Offer. That's what I charge so them a month. Does, and what does that include, Lila? Does it include yeah. like uh, 
what would that include? Does it include it includes one press um, release basically or? it's two it's for two prints um, it's for it's for me to pin pitch to um, two parenting magazines a month, um, a local newspaper, and two TV stations. So basically five media outlets. So for three hundred and fifty dollars, I put together uh, a pitch or a press release, and I send it out to two parenting magazines, a newspaper, and two TV stations. So, so again, five media outlets for $350. But, but for the podiatrist, it could be for $1,000 a month, it's more media outlets. So for more money, I'm able to pitch to more media outlets. So, you know, um, uh, and again, every client is different. I did PR for a prostate cancer institute here in Phoenix, and I had to charge that client fifteen hundred a month because boy I had to learn more about cancer and prostate cancer and but right. there were some some trade journals that I could pitch to. So not just the local Arizona Republic newspaper and local T V but there were some um um doctors trade journals that I could pitch to. So um so to answer your question it really ranges but but my minimum is just three hundred and fifty a month. Um again for five media outlets. Yeah. Yeah. This great so, all right, let me see what else, because we're all about our show, as all my listeners, five best business tips, have some amazing people. I have about two minutes. So, what else do we want to get PR? Um, we talked about the event. We did that already. We talked about ways to be on TV. We talked about the advertising. What else do you think? How about um, I'm trying to think of more more ways to get written about? Um, you know, we talked about being clever and creative, and um, um, how to pitch. I mean, when you get a reporter on the phone, you have to be very short and sweet and to the point. Because um, and also, whenever you get a reporter on the phone, one of the first things you should ask is, "Have have I called you on deadline?" Oh, okay. um, you you want to make sure that that you're not interrupting the reporter and um, and, and most reporters honestly they want to be emailed the the um, the best way to get a reporter's attention is to send them an email saying again that you know you have a great news story idea if it's for print and if it's for TV you call it a segment idea you know you have a great new oh, okay. TV segment idea and um, we talked about flyers and how those are really uh, cost effective and. Um, I'm a big believer in signage, too. If you're having a big grand opening celebration, invest a little bit of money on a huge, big sign outside you know, to, to draw in the public. And, um, and also, let's talk about advertising for a second. About I like ads that have events in the ad, some hmm. kind of an event or a promotion in the ad, something that's going to hook you in when you're reading the ad. That's, that's I think, the, the most effective advertisement when there's some kind of a discount or promotion or a specific event in an ad. I love that. Okay. Uh, when we come back, I'm going to ask you to just give us a quick um, and an example of a good advertisement. Okay. Like if we were to put an ad in a paper, what the key components that are next to make it okay. a success? Okay. We'll talk All about right. that. We're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back with Thanks, everyone. We'll be right back with more Paying It Forward with Josephine Jirasi right after these on Toginet.com. 
Are you happy with your life? Satisfied with the direction you're taking? More importantly, are you content with the results you're seeing? Then Success Profiles Radio is the program for you. Join host Brian K. Wright as he talks to experts in many areas relating to life success, including expertise in leadership, business, relationships, careers, networking, health, overcoming adversity, and much more. Each week, we'll explore different aspects of success and how to apply them to your life. For more on Brian and the show, check out his website, briankwright.com. Each week is a dose of inspiration. So many people live their lives wanting more than they currently have. Success Profiles Radio is a show that will clearly demonstrate the principle, if I can do it, you can do it. So don't miss this opportunity to take control of your life and your results. Success Profiles Radio with Brian K. Wright, Mondays at 5 p.m. Central on the Rockstar Radio Network. Welcome back to Paying It Forward, the show dedicated to helping every entrepreneur be more successful as we discuss accomplishments, lessons learned, and sharing those ideas. Now, let's get back to Paying It Forward with Josephine Jirasi on toginet.com. Welcome back, everyone. It's Josephine here. We have Lila Bolt. Us and is the owner of Lila B. Break. Um, I, we were talking about the components. You components are. Uh, so the, the components of an ad, um, you definitely have to have a, a great headline in an ad. Um, uh, clever, creative, you know, you've you got to think of fun writing. Um, be very clear um, in an ad. I, I like to put events in an ad. So if you're going to have um, a grand opening celebration or, an, or um, an anniversary celebration of your business, put that in an ad and invite the public to something. So I just think, you know, the the point of an ad is to bring people to your business. So invite them to your business by hosting an event and put that event information in the ad. And also a great picture goes a long way. You know, a, okay. a picture is, you know, invest in a good photographer and take a great photo. And, um, and think of the image of your business and what you, you know, a picture is worth a thousand words, right? That's the saying. So right. I think, a, you know, a, um, a good ad should have a great photo, and I see so many um, bathroom remodeling pictures and kitchen remodeling ads, and I'm looking at the picture, and I'm thinking, you know what, that kitchen is not so great looking, and I don't love the, <laughs> the cabin. So I just think um, invest in a great photo in an ad also. Okay, great. Yeah. Okay. All right. So I know during break we were talking about the importance of holiday-related events. Can you tell us yes. a little bit about that? The media loves anything holiday-related. They really do. Um, and even, you know, the Academy Awards are coming up this Sunday, and um, I, I have a client who is an event planner, and she was just booked on local TV to talk about how to host an Oscar party for this Sunday night. So uh, not that that's quite a holiday, but um, St. Patrick's Day, for example, is coming up on March 17th. So I remember a year ago I um, got a lot of PR when I, we hosted a St. Patrick's Day swim party at my uh, oh, swim funny. school client, you know. I came up with a, the cute idea or fun idea about having a St. Patrick's Day swim party, and we had shamrock balls in the pool, that you know, inflatable shamrock uh, swim balls that the kids played with, and we gave out um, green refreshments and and um, um, 
Easter time is coming up, and so I have a client, um, this hourly child care center. They're going to get uh, cute little chicks and, and bunny rabbits, and I just sent that out to the media about, because you know, the, the media, they do what's called roundups. They'll do Easter-related roundups of all the events that are Easter-related in the community, and um, uh, then what's coming up in May is, is Mother's Day. So every restaurant oh, yeah. out there should think of a Mother's Day promotion and, you know, put that in an advertisement and try to get maybe a restaurant article. You know, call up the, the dining critic in your, at your local paper and, and, you know, try to get the restaurant reviewer to maybe talk about what you're going to be serving for Mother's Day. Or, you know, a lot of PR is brainstorming and being creative and clever. So, um, but, yeah, holiday-related events. The media loves anything holiday-related. So um, look at, you know, go online and look at all the holidays that are coming up for the next six months and put together um, a six-month calendar event of all the future holidays that are coming up. That's a great suggestion. The next six okay. months and create a calendar. All right. So yeah. this is one of my favorite parts of the show. But before we get to our five business tips, Lila, can you tell my listeners? they can get in touch they'd like to talk to you about possibly hiring you as their publicist sure my website is it's my name which is lila rose baltman pr.com so that's l-i-l-a rose and then baltman b-a-l-t-m-a-n-p-r.com and um you'll see my contact information on my website my phone number, my, my home office number is 602-482-8262, and folks can email me or call me. I'll be happy to answer questions over the phone. And, um, Perfect. Yeah. Wonderful. Thanks, Lola. All right, here we go. We're going to talk about Lila's very best business tips. So the first one that you had sent over was don't be afraid to contact your local newspaper or TV station yourself. Think of the best reason why the newspaper's readers or TV viewers should know about your business. So tell us a little on it earlier. But what else would you like to say about that, Lila? Let me think. Um, yes, absolutely. Do not be afraid to contact your local media. Um, don't be afraid to, um, well, use social media. We didn't really talk about social media. Oh, um, yeah. I, didn't, I don't really do social media for my clients because I've learned over the last couple of years that that's something that they don't really need to pay me for. You know, right. um, most business owners have their own Facebook page now and Twitter and they're very, you know, and sometimes I help them, you know, um, with, with verbiage and tell them what they should write and post on Facebook. But um, social media is something that you can just take care of yourself. You, do, you don't need to spend hundreds of dollars um, um, hiring a, great, a PR person. That's a great suggestion, Lila, because I'm sure a lot of these editors in the magazines and the newspapers are all probably on Twitter or LinkedIn. So yes. that's another way to get in touch with them. So that's a great point. Absolutely. So, Social media. Yeah. All right. We'll move on to number two. Public relations is about storytelling. Ah, oh, that's so true. And creating mm -hmm. interesting, newsworthy ways for the media to report on you. Come up with a clever event, story angle, or new promotion so that the local media will want to report on you. Think about a success story. A lot of times I ask clients, you know, have you have like a, a gym, for example, you know, a fitness center? Yeah. 
you know, have you had a client who has lost 100 pounds? What's the success story? Or, um, you know, think of a success story. You know, people always want to read about a good human interest success story. And so, um, I mean, before and after photos. Sometimes you just need a good before and after photo and a great caption, you know, a few sentences underneath the photo. And um, the local newspaper might just print that. So, Oh, I love that. That's, that's such a great idea is to talk about your success. Yeah. I, I think you're so right about so many thinking that they want to they want to do that and when they see somebody else actually do it it gives them the motivation to move forward and i'm sure that's exactly what the magazines and the tvs want to hear or want to write about and everything absolutely i mean i'm excited i just i just got actually a new client that i'm going to start working with next week it's a it's a, a local gym here in scottsdale it's a fitness center it's, it's a boutique fitness center so it's rather small it's owned by um a woman who who tells me she's 60 and she's in such amazing shape that I can't even <laughs> believe it, but she's 60 and she owns this gym. And, and, um, um, I asked her, you know, what, what, how are you unique and different? And she told me that they offer wall yoga. So can you, uh-huh. they have these straps or something in this, in this gym where, uh-huh. and not just wall yoga. I mean, she has all these other amazing classes that she offers, but, but wall yoga. I mean, this is, I can't wait to pitch this to the local TV producers who I know <laughs> and say, you know, I want to get this gym on TV by having some of her, her students doing yoga on, on the wall. I mean, I, st- I still have to see this and she's supposed to email me some photos, but, but that's an example of how I, I know I'm going to get this, this gym on local TV from wall yoga. I think that sounds well, really cool. It's great. I love your creativity, but it's exciting and it's yeah. different. It's different and unique. So everybody's curious. I'm sure my listeners are right now trying to picture in their mind what wall yoga is because I have visions of somebody being strapped to the wall. So exactly. we'll be tuned in to see exactly what. <laughs> okay. I'll let you know. I, mean, I got a client on a couple of years ago with chair yoga. There was a women's gym, and, and these um, great women in their 70s and 80s were doing yoga in a chair, and I got them on TV, and that was fun. <laughs> oh, this is great. All right, business tip number three, learn what an event listing is and send event listings to your local media every month. This is a great free way to get publicity, and we talked about that. But, Lila, who would we contact over at the paper like are there certain people to contact for an event listing yeah that's a great question um yes there are actual calendar editors at the local newspapers and local magazines so you know um, if you think about all the different reporters out there there are uh you know restaurant reporters and uh, health and fitness reporters and education reporters and you know music critics and there are actually calendar editors and their job is to compile all the um upcoming events in the in the community so to answer your question you ask for the calendar editor at your local newspaper or magazine okay perfect yeah all right so we'll move on to business tip number four if you do buy an advertisement in your local newspaper or magazine ask the editor getting your story written about your business as well. If you are paying advertising dollars, you should also try to get an article or business profile written about you too. So I know we talked a little bit about this, but is there one particular thing that we can really get them hooked about our business to really make them want to write the article? 
Well, yeah, you, you always want to invite the are... magazine editor to come to your business. You know, actually invite them. Oh. You know, you know, you know, phone interviews are great, but my goal is to always to get to get the reporter in person to do the interview. You know, like I, I want reporters to come to this gym who I'll start working for. I want them to see wall yoga in person. You know, I could certainly email them a photo of it, but no, I want them to come in person. So, um, I really think that if a business is spending advertising dollars. You, you're certainly within your rights to ask the editor, you know, I'm, I'm buying an ad. Could I also please get a feature story written about my business? Maybe even a cover story. You know, put it in a question form. Just ask the editor, you know, how, how do I get an article written about my business? Because I'm, I'm buying an ad. And, you know, I see too many businesses, they, they're always buying ads, but they're not getting articles written about them. And right. they're entitled. I feel if you're, I mean, a lot of my clients get written about and they're not buying ads. I mean, yeah. it isn't that great. So I'm figuring if a business out there is spending hundreds of dollars buying an ad, they should ask, you know, how do we get an article written? And the answer is you have to make it newsworthy and interesting and you have to convince the editor. Why should they come and interview you? You know, we talked about that before. You know, think about, Perfect. you know, what you're, how, what, what you're doing that's different and fun and unique and all that. Yes. All right, so we're on to our last tip with about a minute left to our show. Having a great and well-written marketing materials is Once a public does learn about your business from publicity efforts, they will then want to see your website, brochures, flyers, etc. Make sure that there are no spelling errors or typos in any of your marketing materials. That is such a great point, and you know what? I think that's almost step one before doing any PR is to make sure you got the foundation of your business ready to go so that even the editor, you want to make sure your your website is that editor from you, they'll go to your website and say, wow, this is professional. Let me contact them. Absolutely. I mean, I, I can't stand when I go into a restaurant and there are typos in the menu or, you know, um, spelling errors in the menu board or, or wherever I happen to be. I never like to see spelling errors or typos. I mean, uh, that's a reflection of the business, right? And yeah, so, I, um, yeah. I agree 100%. But I can't believe how great today was so informative. Lila Rose of Lila Rose Public Relations. Thank you so much for being part of Paying It Forward. I greatly appreciate your time. I thank you very much. I had a great time. I really appreciate it. (laughs) Well, thanks, and everyone, you have a wonderful, productive week, and I'll see you again next week on Paying It Forward. Thanks, everyone. Thank you for being a part of Paying It Forward with Josephine Jarasi on Togginet.com. This show is dedicated to helping every entrepreneur be more successful. Each week we'll be discussing accomplishments, 